Gulati, thank you for coming on the Healthy Indian Podcast. We really appreciate you today um, with all the things that have happened throughout the year and, you know, just trying to book you in. So thank you so much. Um, I know you're a medical student at in a university in Arizona and you're a content creator. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me, Umang. I'm excited to do this. Of course, of course. And I am excited to have you on and to do this as well. Um, so I guess for starters, how did you find Instagram to be a content creating space? And like, Honestly, how is it going now? I feel like because I've been on Instagram since I was 13, I've never thought of it that way because I kind of just grew up having it. So it's yeah. always more so been like my, I guess, like virtual diary of like life. It's like your travel lookbook or workbook, right? So yeah. And have you, and have you basically, um, as you were posting content, like, how do you get, how do you get feedback for those comments? Cause I feel like there's so many, um, people on there that kind of respond to you. So how do you block out like useful comments versus like not useful comments? Like, you know, you look really hot or, you know, something like that. I mean, those are genuine, mm -hmm. but some of them are not right. So, well, yeah, I agree, but I feel like just for me, it's been really helpful to have the feature where you can turn comments off for people that don't follow you or people that you don't follow back. So I like that on Instagram, I only get comments from my friends because I follow them. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I That's really cool. So like you only have like loved ones or friend, close friends that can like give you like good feedback versus like the ones who yeah. can't. Okay. So you're very particular about you how you follow people. No, exactly. Right? So, um, so is there anyone you you follow back that you were like as like a content creator and stuff? Have you done like collabs with people uh, from a content creating perspective besides like companies, like other creators and stuff? Yeah. So actually shout out my friend Ilias from college because he set up Ilias. this um, content creation group chat. And I think we are going to start <laughs> doing some collabs soon, but not really much as of now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I guess like when it comes to, uh, like Instagram, you also have a TikTok as well. So yeah. how did that blow up? And did you have like a specific video that like reached a market cap that like, you're like, Whoa, like this is that video. Like, did that ever happen? Honestly, for me, I don't feel like that's happened. I don't really feel like any of my platforms have blown up. I think it's been like a nice slow growth and it's been fun yeah. because I feel like for people, this is just an opinion because it hasn't happened to me, that like overnight blow up, it might be like overwhelming and probably a little difficult on your mental health because you don't really know right. how to handle that. So yeah, it's been like a nice slow growth. It's been very manageable. Yeah. Cause I hear like uh horror stories, like where like it just blows up and then your phone's just beeping and then you have all this like media press and attention. So, you know, uh, I think it's, it's definitely good to know that like you, you, Nice, nice. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, don't worry. My mom comes in too, and I'm just like, well, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have, like, growth that, like, I guess, like, is genuine or organic. So, um, and you don't have to worry too much about blowing up in that space. Um, yeah, no, I think it's it's awesome that way you did, and I wish I could do that too, but I can't make TikToks for my life, so. 
you know. Oh my gosh, no. Um, just you could honestly take clips of whatever content you're making, podcasts and stuff. And I've seen a lot of podcasters like approach TikTok that way is more of a marketing thing versus like original content on there. It might be helpful. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll give it a shot. I've been just posting recently like the Healthy Indian podcast clips whenever I can, but I want to get into the the thing where like, you know, you're with a group and you can do like a whole TikTok. I've been on a friend's TikTok and I'm okay. They, what, they, yeah. what they said, I can dance, but I don't have the moves and stuff like, you know, just for that. that I video. feel like it's less approach like dancing for me and more like an Instagram story. So like whatever I'm doing, I'm just like find a sound and like put it to whatever I'm doing. And that's been really helpful for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, yeah. let's get into it. Do you think you improved like as you got more followers and more used to the TikTok and algorithm and stuff? Like, is it been better for you? I think it's more um, like about the time and just like understanding the platform, like then I guess like getting followers and like algorithm, because I feel like algorithms are always changing. So it's like not necessarily in your best interest to try to like, I guess, like scheme the algorithm because it's going to change. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's cool. That's cool. It's cool. Good. Good. No, because like, yeah, I just, you know, I podcast and I try to go on YouTube and learn, but um, I'm trying to get like my name out there more so than the algorithm, you know, so because sometimes you need the algorithm to get your name out there, right? Especially yeah. when you have like an important cause like mental health, just anything. So um, <clears throat> I think just consistency is like really helpful because I'm like pretty busy in my normal like life day to day yeah but i just make sure that it's like whenever i'm making something i make it in batch so that i can release it consistently yeah yeah Yeah. definitely (laughs) that's cool so like have you um when it comes to like i guess like mental health and stuff have you uh like uh went through any mental health challenges when it comes to the social media because i feel like comments and stuff like from a creative content content perspective when you're growing as a content creator, you have not too much feedback because no one knows you. But then once you, the people do know you, I mean, people are mean and they can criticize you and, you know, do that. So I know you don't have, you have comments restricted on Instagram, but what about TikTok? Has there been like men or women that have criticized your work? I feel like on TikTok, I pay a lot less attention just because it's like random people that find your page that it's like set up in a way where you just see random people every day, which I honestly don't even think that aspect of it is good for your mental health. Cause people aren't meant to see that many new people every day. That's just not how human brains are supposed to work. I think you're supposed to be introduced to like a limited amount of people in your lifetime. And now you just yeah. see like 200 new people every day, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but I think that's the reason that I take it a lot less seriously. Cause I'm like, I don't, like know you it's not like instagram where it's like you i've like i feel like i know you because you've been on my page for so long that's really interesting so i feel like you have that mindset of i don't give a crap i'm gonna just post whatever i want to post and it's gonna just be like a part of my content that everyone likes so yeah i think it's more just like going with the flow and i i honestly don't I feel like with feedback, the only feedback I'd be responsive to is feedback that comes from people I know that would be like, hey, like, I think it would be cool if you did this. Like, I had a friend who really appreciated some of the mnemonics I was making in class and was like, post something about mnemonics and people really liked it. So I was like, okay, like, yeah, like, I'm going to listen to your feedback because you know me and you know what would be like helpful. Right. And like, you actually value their like 
opinion because they're your close friend or whatever versus like somebody that's like external factor factor right so, exactly yeah because i had a comment where i was like deadlifting and i didn't know what the hell i was doing in the beginning and they're like and i put like leg workout and they're like it's not leg workout it's a back workout and i was like okay but i think that like the way they worded it was a kind of like kind of mean and i was like damn it is though it's both i mean yeah honestly shouldn't impact your back like so much with good form yeah 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 so so it is a leg workout right or it is a back absolutely it's like your hamstrings and stuff so speaking of working out are you big on that or no i am but unfortunately i so i've been working out consistently for years but a couple months ago i injured my ankle so now i'm waiting to see if I need surgery or what I need to do to move forward. But it's been nice getting a couple months of rest because I hadn't really rested in a long time. Oh, snap. Okay, okay. That's good yeah. to that you had recovery. Is there anything you do for your ankle? Like, I guess, like, uh, PT or physical therapy or something like that? Or no? Yeah, so I did do some PT on it. And I don't know if it would be helpful for my case because it's pretty, like, messed up right now right Um, but I'm I'm taking it easy right now just rice trying to like walk on it a little bit trying to make sure I keep myself balanced for my movements because I don't want to have the injury basically cause me to be off balance because I'm not using one leg as much right right yeah it sucks too because like when you go out with friends and stuff like I've had a friend where like his ankle and stuff would just like spark up like when he would sit in a certain way and mm-hmm. um, it just sucks because he couldn't come party out with us. And I was like, oh, okay, like that, that sucks. But like, you yeah. know, sometimes arthritis and stuff blows up. The so. problem with that, that's definitely an issue. But the problem with ankle injuries in general is you can never truly rest it because you have to walk every day. So it makes it a lot yeah. harder to have recovery versus like your knee, like don't bend it while you walk. You know, like you could try to improvise there, but definitely really hard with the ankles. Yeah, for sure. Is there surgery you might need or no? It's just like a time. Yeah, we're talking about it. So I'm going to get a second opinion first before I make any decisions. Yeah, it's a big decision too. Like I have to get like surgery for my wisdom teeth and I'm like scared out of my mind for that because I just saw like the videos what they do and they cut your gums out and I'm like, damn, like I don't want that. Oh my gosh. I would not recommend like watching your procedure before you get it done. Well, unfortunately, I (laughs) I feel like that's scary. It's too late now. I'm I'm fucked. (laughs) It's okay um you will be fine praying for your yeah, yeah, safe I mean, procedure yeah I'm, I'm just hoping like i'd have anesthesia so they just put in my gums and i just knock out or something so um so wait i have a bunch of questions Ooh, okay so what is your morning routine like as a medical student in arizona like yeah. college? <laughs> so yeah right now i'm like home for the holidays so i don't really have much of a morning routine but back home In Arizona, typically I get up a little earlier. I like to start my day off with a little bit of meditation or walking um, just to clear my head. And then I will put my breakfast on the stove while I get ready for class because I have an electric stove and it takes like eight years (laughs) for my eggs to warm up. Um, And then I come back, I eat my breakfast. I usually get to class and because my classes start a little later, I like to study for a couple hours, typically like two hours before I go into class. So that's usually my morning routine. Wait, that's awesome. That's awesome. So it's like kind of like you're juggling like class and like waking up and all that stuff with like medical student. And now like with medical school going on is which year are you? I'm a first year. I just finished my first okay. semester. Yeah. So it's been a like a roller coaster of a year for you, hey. 
isn't it? Oh my gosh. The transition has been crazy, but I feel like just being put in an environment that challenges you is really good for you. Cause I didn't understand how capable I was of managing my time and things like that until I was really challenged to do it well. Definitely. No, uh, I think having a medical student, like just med school in general, I think it's one of the toughest times of your life. And I think if you don't have a friend group, I feel like it's a really tough time to like get through because you guys are studying for like exponential amount of hours and just like the way you guys like, you know, just don't have time to eat and like learn and everything. It, I think it's a pretty, pretty crazy time. Cause I had a personal friend of mine that like, mm-hmm. he looks the opposite of how he used to look. Like he lost <laughs> a lot of weight. Like he looked like he's just dead. And then like, you know, now residency times here, he's very like, you know, back to his old, normal self. So I well, definitely did think you like, check up on him. I hope he's doing okay. Oh, he's that great now. Okay. Like, he's, yeah. He's, he's like hundred percent. Like he's about to get married. So like, he's good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But that first year. Yeah, yeah, that mm. first year is like the toughest one and stuff. So, um, but what what else have you been up to as of now? Are you been traveling much or just seeing new things? Like, how's it being back in the East Coast versus West Coast? So when I was back in Arizona before I left, I actually visited one of my friends in LA. So that was a little bit of travel that I did, but it wasn't far from where I was. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just a good time. Um, And I'd been before, so I just um, did whatever my friend would have normally done. And I honestly think the best way to travel is just to do what locals do and kind of live a normal weekend there versus like trying to hit all the travel spots, like all the tourist destinations. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because like one time I went to uh, Cambodia and I did like my own travel spots. So I did like hanging out with like uh, some of like the Cambodian like uh, people and the villages and I kind of gave back to the community and like apparently like when there's like a passing away they have a concert on their grave so wow. like it was interesting to see that and then there's like different like you know uh music and culture and stuff so it's just kind of cool to see that local aspect of travel mm-hmm. versus just like really being know. immersed in their lifestyle That's yeah yeah cool. yeah i really like it so have you been out of the country at all or just in state yeah. Um, this, well, we started off this year, my family and I, we usually do a vacation together once a year. Um, so we started off this year in the Dominican Republic, but we don't know what we're going to do the following year. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. DR is always like a good time, like Cancun and Mexico and like, just like seeing that as like a family is like great. So, um, Mm -hmm. I definitely want to do like Europe with the family, like that'd be amazing. So I think we did a Europe trip when I was like a lot younger. I believe I was like eight or nine years old. It wasn't, I don't really remember that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I think we will again soon. We've been talking about it. No, definitely. I would recommend it. Cause I feel like Europe has changed so much and it's just like, when you're there, you just don't feel, you feel like you're in a different like world. I feel like it's like castles and it's just like cool, like style and like, I feel like it's like foreign, right? But it's like the right, like, I don't know, the right, like, cool vibe. So it's just, I always wanted to go there and just see, like, all these different museums. But, yeah, I think it's cool that, uh, you know, you've been and stuff. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I feel like it would, it would definitely be a different experience going as an adult than it was going as a kid. Because going as a kid, you're more like, oh, like, what is this place? But as an adult, you're like, I have like heard what's going on in this country a little bit. And like, I kind of know what spots I want to see and things like that. 
Um, yeah. So it's definitely a different vibe. Oh, and speaking of leaving the country, actually, I went to India this year. I went to Goa with my cousin. So that oh, was wow. a cool trip. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. Like, how did that trip go? Like, did you did you produce content there? That'd be kind of cool. I, I did. I honestly just, it's part of like my daily routine most of the time. But it was more so the fact that I hadn't seen my cousins in like four or five years. So it was really nice oh, wow. being back with them. And they'd been to go before. So they were like, these are the cool things to do. Like, we're going to go to these places. And they were kind of like my tour guides. It was pretty awesome. That's pretty sick that you were like able to kind of just use your cousins for <laughs> all of adventures. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I have an older cousin too. So she's always like taking care of us and like making sure oh, we have a good time. Cute. It's really sweet. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. Like when I go to uh, India too, like I have the cousins who will take me on the little motorcycle and we just rip it at like a hundred miles per hour. So it'd, it'd be fun. And then a hundred miles per hour. Where is well, there like not like a crazy amount of traffic where you can do that there? <laughs> I mean, there no. So they live in like some place called Surat. So it's like more of out of the city. It's not Bombay. Oh, gotcha. But it's just like literally like suburban roads. So we just not hundred miles an hour, very like 80 kilometers an hour, like that weird speedometer thing but i honestly don't like, know the conversion for that but i feel like it would be a lot less because kilometers are like two something mile or it's less no. than the miles per hour a mile is like two something kilometers i said that backwards <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. yeah yeah so that was like a good time and then we just kind of like went around like seeing stuff but traveling is one of those things where like i think content is like awesome because like when you have like content in like a different place or like dubai like i always see people like in dubai or maldives like always having content and it's just so cool to just kind of like give people like that perspective of like look this is like where i'm traveling and i love having like travel vlogs so have you ever considered that because i feel like you have the personality for it so i feel like less than a travel vlog i treat it like a diary entry so just like little blurbs of my trip and then i look back on it and i'm like this is so cool. Like I literally will look back through my own page and be like, Oh my gosh, I did that like three years ago. That was so awesome. Awesome. That's so yeah. cool. So do you, what are you, what kind of doctor are you aspiring to be? I'm not quite sure yet, actually. Okay. So we we're supposed no to learn the didactics of each specialty. Well, most of them. And then we are supposed to go in and do um, like clinical time in those settings. So right now we're doing didactics and we've only done those on like two major units so far. So I kind of want to get a taste for everything before I set my mind to something. And I want to reach out and definitely talk to people um, like working doctors right now and see their take on what they're doing before I make a decision. Right, right, right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So <clears throat> I guess um, like when it comes to like uh, just content and stuff in general, um, you post interesting content. So let's talk about it. Like what, what is, what is like something that, uh, I guess you look for when you like make a video or anything? Like, what do you like, do you kind of go with like the trends? Like there's a, kind of, a lot of cool trends or do you just kind of just think of it off your head and then just make a video? I think it really depends. So sometimes I will see a trend and I'll like recreate it on the spot. So I'm like, this is super cool. I want to do this, but sometimes it's like random. So I'm going to post something soon with my brother and I doing a gingerbread house making competition because we did that last night. And I was like, wait, we're doing this. Like, let's just film it and it'll be super funny. So whatever I'm doing, I'm like, wait, like we can film that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Gingerbread house and like, you'll just have like a thing. 
Also, like, you... We got competitive last night. I'm not going to lie. Oh my like, my, my brother and I were, like, trash-talking each other, making <laughs> gingerbread houses. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn. Uh, so, like, yeah, so who made the better gingerbread house, you or your brother? Uh, I, I would say me, but we tied, unfortunately. Gotcha, gotcha. I actually had a gingerbread cookie for the first time. It's all right. Do you like them? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really like them. It's not that I good. just like making the houses. Yeah, exactly. Like, I made one once, like, years ago, but now, like, we just do white elephant at our family's house, so we don't do much of that gingerbread stuff. But it looks fun. It looks fun. And, you yeah. know, just set up the Christmas tree, so. Um, so, I guess, uh, well, what was it? How would your friends describe you as? Um, probably energetic. Uh Hardworking, for sure, and dependable. Right, because I, because I feel like yeah, like you have a lot of uh, you like to go with the flow, but you also like to understand the why in a lot of things, especially when it comes to your work. I remember like we were talking before, and in medical school, you were saying like the way you grasp knowledge is you always look for the why, and I think that's beautiful. I think that's an awesome message. So like, let's talk about it. Like, why do you, like, like how do you study towards that? Like, how do you do those things like uh, like I guess like when you're studying and stuff like how 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 do you like not like step away from the information you're like oh wait let me like look at something like how do you break that down yeah so a lot of times of course we're like assigned materials and we can always find materials about what we're trying to learn so I will go through that but then I like to step back and kind of figure out why I'm learning what I'm learning and how it applies to what I'm going to do and the best way to do that for me has been to try to like call up one of my friends or family members and be like, Hey, this is what I'm learning about today. And like, let me tell you yada, yada, yada. Like, this is the cool stuff that I learned. And then they'll be like, wait, like, why would you do that? And they'll like bring up really cool questions. And then I go and look into them and I can like explain it to them. So I feel like teaching is a really cool way for me to learn. Yeah. So you kind of like teach and then that's like your interest. So then you kind of learn, you kind of make those like neuro links in your brain and then you kind of because i find it very fascinating how someone like learns and stuff you know um yeah what about absolutely oh, okay uh, uh yeah so i mean just back to uh talking to my family members and friends about the things that i'm learning i feel like it's nice because they actually don't know anything about it so versus the people in my class or like other people in medical school i feel like they know certain things so they don't bring up the same like they don't have the same angle to it whereas i feel like my parents and my friends and things like that, they approach things the way a patient would, right? Because patients usually don't know the basics of things. So I'm like, this is cool because I'm going to explain it to you in a way that I want to be able to explain it to other people in the future. They always say like, uh, you have to talk to someone like if they're like a toddler or like someone yeah. younger than you. So then when you explain them something, it's like the message is received, not per se they're dumb, but more so yeah, like they're just, just like breaking it down. Yeah, breaking it down because I feel like even when you say didact didactic and all that stuff, mm -hmm. I'm not a medical student, so for me it's like tough to understand fully like what that is. So didactic but, is like school book learning versus clinical is like learning. when you're doing things like hands on okay. I guess training. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's good to know. Um, so what's in what's next for you? I guess like when it comes to um, just being a content creator, do you want to make your own podcast or go live? Uh, or I don't know about that yet because I, I actually haven't done any long form content ever. So I think if I were to do some, I'd probably start off with like making a YouTube video or something just to see if I could do it. 
Um, but I'm definitely looking into it. I kind of want to get like a vlog camera and do it that way because I feel like a vlog style video would be more entertaining for me because I've seen a lot of like medical school content that's like very like I wake up, I study, I go to the gym, I ate something healthy and then I went to bed and I kind of want it to be like, hey, this is my real life. Like today I decided that I wanted to try a different restaurant. So I went there in like my free hour or like whatever else I did. Yeah. Now, like I did see that, that you would, you started doing the little vlog reels. How's that going? Cause like, that's kind of cool. That's a cool concept because I feel like you have a lot of um, like your content from the outside looking in. It seems like you're just having fun and you're just at a pool and you're doing a camera and doing all these things. But it's also good to know for people that want to know more about your life like how you live your life right so i think vlogging would be such a great great thing and plus you're like in a cool school and you have all these friends so i think it would be like really fun to just see like your life as a person you know so yeah i honestly i posted i posted one where it was like me and my friend going black friday shopping but then i posted another one of like a normal day of me like filling up my gas going to get groceries like going to the drive through to get food <laughs> so i feel like it should be like a good mix of like what you would really do and then like super fun days because not every day is going to be like the most fun day of your life but i still feel like you should be putting that out there so people can see that you're just a normal person who does normal things most days yeah and i think a word in a way where like when something is boring or something is kind of like a depressing day you can make it into like a fun thing where like you can your words have an impact on people so almost like you'll be like oh well like stuck here time to watch like it's raining outside time to like watch this Wednesday show and like, you know, Andrea Ortega and like have hot chocolate, like, you know, just make it more entertaining for like the people and stuff, you know? So, um, I think that's a cool perspective and stuff too. So, and I would love to see like your day to day vlog. I think that'd be like, oh my sick. Gosh. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely feel like even in those like boring days that you can find like cool things, like in that video that I made, I put in like the sunset as I was leaving, literally leaving Walmart. And I was like, this makes my day better. Like seeing like a pink sky against like palm trees. That's super yeah. cool. So like, even yeah. though I was literally just getting like milk from the grocery store, <laughs> this is a vibe. This is a vibe. Yeah. Like it just feels yeah. like nice and like peaceful and stuff. And I feel like as we get older, I feel like we all look at artwork. So I feel like art is like such a big thing. And I feel like, you know, someone's wearing some nice Jordans or looking like very artsy. I feel like you're generally attracted to them. Like the other day I wore like these new pair of, white lifting shoes when I went to F45 and like they just people were like whoa where are these shoes from like they're just so cool they look like fake Yeezys and I was like yeah I guess I just got it <laughs> but like you know it's just kind of cool to just see like art and stuff and in general so yeah um, no definitely I I feel like aesthetics are like super popping right now <laughs> I guess it's like a way to say it people have been like a lot more careful about the aesthetics like backgrounds outfits which is like super cool that people are like expressing themselves in different ways um but i think like the most fun form of that for me out of any social media platform is honestly pinterest i love pinterest boards i think they're so sick like i actually made my own pinterest board and put it up in my room wow um yeah i can like literally pull it up and show you it's so cool um Sure, like, but, let's go for it. Because I would love to see like how Pinterest works. I mean, I used to use it back in the day way more. But nowadays, I kind of just bookmark everything on my on my YouTube and stuff. I think I should just stop doing that and maybe join you on the Pinterest bandwagon. I feel like it's also like, 
people usually use it to be like, this, I'm going to set up my wedding this way or like my birthday this way. But it's a cool way to just like enjoy art and enjoy people's content. And it's like ideas, right? Way. Yeah. Isn't there like ideas where like, like, let's say you want to get a white elephant for someone, you can pin into something. So maybe it's like a gift. Like it looks like a idea. Like maybe I'll get them this or something. Yeah, you can definitely do it that way. I, I literally like put mine up on my wall. So it, it looks like that. Holy crap, that looks sick. Yeah, I like custom made it. There's literally like a picture of like a neuron on there. And then there'll wow. be like pictures of fruit, like the fruit that I like to eat or something. Like it's just like me as a Pinterest board. No, maybe I'll take some tips from you after this, like, you know, this podcast, because I definitely want to know how to make that creative vision for myself. And I'm like learning as I go. But yeah, like, so I guess uh, one thing is like, what is your, um, uh, What's your favorite, I guess, childhood memory um, when it comes to, I guess, just like in general? Because I, I guess I wanted to ask that question, but I was just like kind of hesitant. <laughs> I have like two that are tied for first. So, okay. yeah, no, maybe three, maybe three. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, so my first one is definitely going to be I used to play hide and seek with my brother. And this one time I went and sat inside like our washer. And my brother could not find me for like a whole 30 minutes until I like literally like knocked on it to give him a hint that I was in there. Oh my we would God. like we would find the craziest spots to hide. Like I would say like in the bathroom cabinet and just like see if he could find me. Um so definitely playing hide and seek with my brother was super fun. And like so we obviously funny. had like a couple other friends over too. We didn't just play with like two people, but it was fun. Um my dad coming home with like food and stuff. That was always like really awesome. And then my mom, she actually like started teaching me things from a really like early age, like before preschool, we would like sit down and like try to do like ABCs and stuff together. So it was always really nice, like learning with my mom. Oh, wow. So you had all three experiences with your family. Yeah, cool. for sure. That's pretty, sick. That's pretty sick too. And I have something similar too. Like when my dad used to come, we used to have the Game Boys. Like when uh -huh. I was like younger, so I used to have the Game Boy Color with the Pokemon version. So I used to always like look forward to that so i totally get that vibe so i think nostalgia is a big one for you right because it's like mm -hmm. nostalgia with family like growing up when you're younger is like so much more fun rather than when you're i feel like when you're older you just you could get everything in your grasp but when you just can't get anything and it's given to you it's just like the best feeling like you just feel like a kid you know so yeah i also just i'm like super tight with my family so and then now that i'm like not i don't live anywhere near them it's like really nice to reflect on that stuff yeah, I saw some of your pictures on Instagram. You guys were wearing like very vibrant colors and stuff. I think you guys were at a marriage or something. But yeah, it was, was my really parents' cool. vow renewal ceremony. It was super cool. Oh wow! Was it like mm -hmm. a fun event and stuff? Usually, is it like um, just like a religious thing, or is it like like just kind of like you know, just someone's marriage or ceremony? Or... It was mainly just because it was like they'd already been married. There wasn't really as much of a religious aspect to it. It was more like cultural traditions. Like, cool. um, you know, like the flower garlands and stuff like that. Like just all of the, the cultural staples to weddings mainly were like incorporated. It was really nice. Yeah. I love going to other people's weddings because I feel like I gain a new perspective and it's just so cool to just see like someone else's culture and just embracing it. Right. Because I feel like when you're like open, when you're an open-minded person, if you embrace someone else's like differences, it's always cool to just like, you know, see a different side of life and how they also like kind of like see you and, and stuff, you know? So it's just always fun to just you know, explore other cultures. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it also like really helps you appreciate and understand people better. I really like it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to have a diverse friend group for sure. I think putting myself in a bubble is not the best move. So, um, I guess okay, cool. So, what is your favorite holiday movie? Ooh, you first. I need to think of mine. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I would say right now it's been Elf. I really like Elf. I think it's one of the best old school movies, especially when it comes to Christmas. So, like every Christmas when it's you know, like uh, December 25th, I always would turn on Elf and watch it with my family. It's mm -hmm. a family tradition for sure. So it's one of those things like we just watch as a family. And again, it goes back to what you said too. Like nostalgia with family is always like mm -hmm. pretty cool. Or Bad Santa, but uh, mm -hmm. I forgot his name, but Bad Santa is always a good one too. So <laughs> those I two actually are my haven't favorite. seen either of those. So really? yeah, okay. now I definitely have to watch them. Yo, you have to see Elf. You have to see mm -hmm. Elf. It's like one of the most like prominent like Christmas movies of all time. So I would say mine is Polar Express. I loved Polar Express. Ooh, okay. We actually watch it every year too, like with our family. Um, especially my mom like super loves it. So it's nice. Yeah, it's just a vibe, right? So you just see it with friends and family and stuff. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any? I, um... I love the scene with the guy with his beard, like the guy pulling his beard to get the <laughs> deer out of the way or whatever it was. That's right, my right, right. scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fun. Yeah, that was a good scene, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that was <a> good one. <laughs> um, other than that, I think I've, you know, I wait, hold up. Uh, if you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose? This was a random one. I don't know why they picked this. But this is a random one. So it's like a... But anyways, if you could have coffee with anyone, forget historical figure, who would it be? Oh, now you have me like thinking historical-ish. I think no, 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 no. Rosalind like Franklin. It, could be, it okay. could be like Travis Scott, Drake. It could be like... Forget all those like weird ones. But like it could be like anyone that you... you. I guess the essence of the question is like, who would you have coffee with if you could meet like your idol or someone like that you look up yeah. to that'd be kind of cool you know so actually one of my favorite um health podcasters is dr daniel Kraft. i think i would really want to meet him and talk to him because he has really ideas really cool ideas of like how to incorporate technology into healthcare so i think it would be super cool to get some inspo from him and talk to him about that that'd be sick too and like mm -hmm. you could finally like you know i guess get I guess it, it could help you with your medical school journey too, because you just understand different things, you know, so. I'm just super into both of those things too, like incorporating tech into healthcare. I've like always been like big into that. I think it's super cool. So yeah, I why. think it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. Cause uh, actually I got diagnosed with mild OSA. So I tried a CPAP and it would be really cool if they could make a better version of a CPAP rather than a regular CPAP. Because do you know what a CPAP is by the yeah. way? Yeah. Yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. So annoying. I, I lost weight. I lost like 20 pounds. So I don't have it anymore. Mm -hmm. But like when I did have it, it was like the worst. Cause like I couldn't breathe. I had to put it in my mouth. And I was mm -hmm. like, yo, if I was a doctor, I would try to make a different version of this. Cause this is not comfortable for people, especially young adults like you and me. So I don't think it would be like the most thing but yeah i agree like tech is like awesome. yeah that's definitely like a really cool thing to look into you have me inspired i will look into that no definitely <laughs> do it for people like me i need help because it helps with sleep right so it's like mm -hmm. such a good tool but it's like they don't make it in a way where like especially a young adult not like, user friendly no 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 yeah. not at all you literally feel like you're you have a pipe on your throat and it's just like sucking your air out and it's the whole issue is like your tongue is open so you don't snore and you don't like, you know, gasp for air in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. But I had a mild version. Imagine someone that has severe issues and they have no other choice but to use a CPAP. 
that's mm-hmm. rough because then they can like yeah. you know, have a cardiac arrest, have a stroke, maybe die. So like things like that. For will... sure. And then just general discomfort is making, because it's going to make someone way less likely to use it, which is not good. You don't want that. Exactly. Like one of the people I was seeing, like one of my uh, doctors, they're saying like, unfortunately the CPAP is like the golden standard for it, but it's like 80% of the people don't even wear them. So it's mm-hmm. like, there's no real gold standard. You have to just lose weight or you have to get it like treated or something or, or like, you know, yeah, your sleep apnea will go to re into readmission. So, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, but, um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh, so, okay. So what, going back to mental health, how do you form your mental fortitude for especially pe- young people looking up to you, especially your audience, my audience concerning they're in the mental health space <laughs> and fitness as well? How do you shape your mental fortitude? Because I know it's not easy to always put on a camera. It's not easy to always uh, put on a brave face every day. So how yeah. do you do that on a day-to-day basis? Like, I feel like it's always changing for me. Um, I've like been into meditation on and off. I've done a lot of like affirmations on and off. Um, working out has always been like a really important one. So now that I'm not working out, I had to figure out like different ways to really like bring my, like ground myself every day and breathing exercises really help. So I really like those, um, just going on different YouTube channels and listening to like motivational speeches and stuff. I just, yeah, I switch so it up you, every day. You, you subconsciously probably motivate yourself by doing those things. You yeah. Know, like you probably go on like YouTube and you're like, damn, this person looks so cool. And like this inspirational person, like, like, you know, for me, it's like Creed, like Michael B. Jordan, but like, you know, it could be mm-hmm. someone else for you. Oprah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oprah, Oprah. Yeah. So like, you know, things like that. And Oprah had a pretty rocky, I mean, she had a pretty big uh, perspective on mental health too. Mm-hmm. But she had a pretty rocky life too. So I think it's like pretty interesting to see that, you know, you look up to her because he's truly an inspiration, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, cool. So do you mind if we do a rapid fire round, if it's cool? Oh yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So, okay, cool. So are you an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Mountains or beaches? Beaches, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh my gosh. I don't know why that's in the rapid fire questions. Yeah. Weird uh, list. I think okay. lack of follow through, lack of follow through from people. Okay, following through, not being loyal. I mean, that maybe that too. I don't uh, think like loyalty as much as like just not being dependable. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. maybe showing up late or not like you know doing certain tasks and stuff mm-hmm. if you ask them um okay cool uh what is your favorite color black black it's all the colors combined. I that actually <laughs> yeah. yeah it is it is everything mixed together right yeah um and i would say if you had if money wasn't an issue what would you do with your time that's the last one i would still become a doctor okay okay yeah cool that's awesome that's awesome to hear so mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it but yeah, uh thank you so much for having me of course of course anytime and uh you know in the future definitely want to see where your journey goes and maybe we can have you on again so thanks oh yeah we can definitely keep collabing thanks for definitely having me instagram live you got to show me how to do that by the way yeah you i had you on my instagram live the other day but for longer like i don't know how to yeah. react to people because i'm like i'm reading the <laughs> comments but i'm looking at you and i'm reading like, like what do i do right now it's like that is, it is hard to like pay attention to the comments when you're on um alive with somebody because you're trying to interact with them and it yeah. feels like everyone's just watching your facetime <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to be rude and then you're like i so i was like okay like what am i doing right now <laughs> but 
you know, but I hope you yeah. had a good flight and uh, thank you so much for coming on again. And uh, yeah, you know, de- definitely this will really help people who are, I guess, in medical school, mental health and, you know, especially aspiring to be content creators. I think it'll be a really good one. So thank you. Appreciate it. Sweet. Yeah, of course. Follow me on everything. Follow Arushi <laughs> Gulati. What's your handle? What is it? Arushi Gulati with two eyes. Yep. And yeah. TikTok, same thing? I think so. Yeah. All right, cool. Go follow Arushi Gulati. I'm going to put her link in the bio. And thank you so much. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye.